All right, so uh, in the room, we, uh, we're we sitting at the Wiki Uphill Learning Center today. Um, uh, it's really cool to walk back in here. It's been a, a few years since I've been back here, um, but uh, sitting in here with, with uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, um, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, and as we walked in, there's a, Ma- a Drake Mallard yeah. that just walked across the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, what Beautiful a perfect— Beautiful, too. What a, I mean, yeah, what a perfect awesome. place to be. Right. Right. Good. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm Justin Roberts. I've never been in all the years I've known our guest and lived in Lynn County. This is the first time I've ever been here. This mm. is cool. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility. place. Yeah. And you've been to a lot of places. I've been to County. a lot of places. Uh-huh. Been kicked out of a lot of places. <laughs> Ryan Schlater to my left. Hello, uh, Mr. Lynn County Conservation. Lynn County Parks dot com. Lynn County Parks dot com. Dot com. Ryan is an old uh, broadcaster. That's right. Um, Wikiup Hill Learning Center is not only our headquarters yeah. for conservation, but it is our nature center that was built in 2002 and expanded in 2012. So we have indoor educational displays and a lot to do outside, too. So, And you said it, you know, we haven't been here for a couple years or whatever. Come on out. I mean, it changes. Uh, the environment changes a little bit. You never know what kind of wildlife you may see outside and get yeah. a little bit of exercise, some fresh oh, air, yeah. especially when the spring, summer is moving along. Uh, it's a nice little oasis for folks. So come on out and visit. I'm glad you guys are coming in here today. Yeah. Well, well we're happy to come here. Yeah, That's no a, kidding. It gets us out of the office and come and ha- hang out <laughs> amongst good. the wildlife. Places, uh, we're, I was going to use this uh, use this as an excuse to screw around all afternoon, but the boss came with, so technically yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I so. gotta limit that a little bit. Right? <laughs> well, uh, the first thing that intrigues me as I walk through the door, because a, a point of this whole podcast thing is to educate people to get uh, to get people outdoors. Uh, the first thing I notice when you walk in is that quote that sits out front that. Uh, um, Oh, shoot. I'd, Leopold? I'd, yeah. Leopold. Leopold's quote. Yeah. Aldo Leopold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an interesting quote to walk in on because it's it's like that encompasses. We knew that this conversation would encompass what we uh, believe in and are striving for. Uh, explain a little bit. You talk talk a little more about the Wiki Uphill Learning Center, the things you can do here, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and everything. Well, it goes with the Lynn County Conservation Board mission mm-hmm. and – all 99 counties have a local county conservation board. It started way back when, in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, the discussion came around because the state realized that uh, they could not uh, handle the fact that uh, a lot of people want some local parks. So who should be handling that, especially in some of the rural areas that the cities are not maintaining? So they started the county conservation board system. Yeah, it took a couple decades to get the language going, and uh, 1959, a law passed, and then every local county voted, should we have a conservation board, and it was like 80% in Lynn County, so we've been around since 1959. Learning Center is part of the conservation board goals, which uh, talks about environmental education, natural resource protection, and uh, getting people outdoors to recreate. There's so many health benefits and just uh, enjoyable benefits to be part of a local park. And that's what the Wiki Hill Learning Center does. We're currently involved with uh, four naturalists that provide field trips for schools. We have public programs. Uh, different organizations will help uh, put on a program for us. So we will lead some different educational ones. Uh, people with no experience in the outdoors and maybe limited interest in it. And all of a sudden they'll become very curious about some of the different things. So anything wild or the outdoors, chances are Wiki Hill will be hosting some of those programs and our goal is always to reach children at a young age because I think many of uh, your podcast <laughs> listeners will probably say, well, my grandpa took me fishing, so now I'm an avid angler and a sportsman. I love to go out hunting. Well, a lot of people that don't do that probably never had that opportunity and were mm-hmm. taught that. So we're still always trying to reach the people on the inside and, and prove that Iowa is a great place to enjoy the outdoors and to uh, recreate, which in your industry, outdoor recreation is a big deal. Yeah, and why not a little bit, that? Little bit, <laughs> right. little Just a tip. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there is a tie, if I remember right, uh, to uh, Native American culture here. Uh, I, I don't remember the full... Because there's like, there's, there's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Probably uh, some old burial mounds. Yeah, that burial we mounds. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and we're currently pursuing a, a registry for the National Historic Registry here because of the wiki appeal and what we've been able to do out here. So we are pursuing that. But yeah, you know, years and years ago, this area was occupied by many woodland cultures. We have documented, uh, we have archaeological facts mm -hmm. and uh, information. If you come to the Wikiup uh, Learning Center, you're going to find some arrowheads and some old things that were discovered here during some digs in the 1990s. And you mentioned uh, the burial mounds as well. And we have some interpretive mm -hmm. uh, signage as well. Uh, the Meskwaki uh, settlement and people are familiar with that in the Tama area and the second fox tribe would often use this area during the winter time because it was near the cedar river and people like to camp in the winter time into some some more hilly areas and some places where there is some water so we have a lot of documented uh, information that they like to come here uh, not too far back mm -hmm. so okay. um, we have that history here and we'd like to promote that a little bit and mm -hmm. let people know that you know the Native American culture is very strong here in the area after that it was a farmland a lot of folks uh, we did a lot of cleaning to mm -hmm. make this uh, what it is now and if you include this as well as the area to the north that's a legal hunting area it's about 750 acres all mm -hmm. available for the public to explore from sunrise to sunset about six miles of trails cross-country skiing in the outdoors if people want to do that and it's a lot of fun and for many people especially city folks they don't get that opportunity to be in woodland right. savannas prairie and that kind of thing well in wintertime too i mean you're doing snowshoes yeah. and you know different i mean i know you do like an easter egg hunt around yep. easter time and mm -hmm. halloween but there are people you know like me that heard of it but we we never knew where it was and people don't realize you know whether it's here in lynn county or like all 99 counties mm -hmm. there is something you know, very similar to this, you know, not too far away mm -hmm. from you. Yeah, and that's why we always encourage people to go to LynnCountyParks.com because Lynn County Conservation manages 28 different areas within the county. They could be a facility similar to uh, Wikiup Hill Learning Center where we may have a park and some different amenities, but we have just natural areas, which, as we said, are open hunting preserves mm -hmm. where we have maybe a unique uh, wildlife feature or plant species so um, we're careful about any development there and kind of leave it as pristine and as is as we can conservation manages about 1.5 percent of all of the county ground so it's not very much but uh, we try to do our part to create some habitat for our different species uh, you had mentioned too that we had seen different wildlife when you're just walking up the steps here yeah we've seen a lot of uh you know, the Canadian geese, we've seen a lot of uh, ducks. Uh, we've got some cranes here now, which uh, we hadn't seen them for decades here until the last a couple of years. So anytime we can do that, especially with this wetland development that we've had here. And that <clears throat> the development, is this that new lake? Is it a, did you just build this lake? Well, this was a, a, a wetland enhancement is what we like to say. Okay. The Department of, Nance, uh, Department of Transportation, um, what happens if so if wetland gets, um, I guess, because of a highway coming in, you have to make up for the land that you're replacing. So they call it a wetland mitigation. That's kind of the, the mm. simple way to do it. So mm -hmm. is there some public ground that we can create uh, some habitat and some, and some good ground? Mm. And they came here and they did that. Over time, though, we realized this needs to be enhanced and it needs to be reconstructed. We just completed this this past year. Mm -hmm. So now we're starting to f see it uh, get filled in more. Not only does it create a nice place for habitat and water quality, but it's also going to be a good uh, flood protection measure. And we think about all the areas along the Wasapenican River or the Cedar River watershed. If you can create wetlands all along those areas, create some buffer strips where some of the floodwaters have a place to go, you have the charge, the discharge, it comes back up. You can improve your water quality. You can hold the water back until, and that can protect some areas. Right now, a lot of areas, the water's just starting to run off and uh, starting to flood our communities. Mm -hmm. So we're big into wetlands right now. We have a dozen right now that we are getting involved with, uh, either under construction or under planning. They could be uh, several acres or just a couple of acres, but they can 
add to our habitat there. So that's just some of the natural resource protections that we're doing here. And the more that we can bring wildlife here, it just kind of helps everybody out. So where are some more places inside of, you know, Link County that you are kind of similar to this that you just wouldn't, you wouldn't think about, you know, to, to go. It's just like, I don't know, a spot where where <laughs> it's similar. You you have conservation efforts, but you could be camping around Lane County, and and it'd be a really interesting place to go. Ooh, well, we have a lot of them. As we said, twenty eight. Uh, the Cedar Valley Nature Trail. A lot of people are familiar with that trail, and folks don't know that is a big partnership with Blackhawk County. 52 miles between Waterloo and Cedar Rapids. It extends through Cedar Rapids, and it goes to the south. That's one that we manage. Some obscure areas, I guess you could talk, maybe the Ennis Preserve south of, um, it's over by the Mount Vernon area. We have Goose Pond, which is near Palo. It's mm-hmm. a pretty area, especially for some uh, uh, public hunting. Uh, what's another Go to an Otter Creek mm-hmm. natural area mm-hmm. is a section that is along Blair's Ferry Road that is a place that we prefer not to have developed just because it's not a good place for for farming. So right. what can we do there? Well, we can maintain the stream and that little corridor there and a nice little place for the, the birds and other wildlife to habitat. Those are just a, a couple of many. Wapakata mm-hmm. is right behind the fairgrounds in Central City. A primitive camping area, but we have some areas there not only for camping, but some equestrian. Um, sometimes I, folks I will go back on there, there during the fair, and it mm-hmm. is fantastic. I didn't yeah. realize how big it actually is mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. Little section for dove hunting too. If people yeah. uh, go back there. That's been extremely popular and boat access yeah. too. I was to say, get there's a lot of a lot of river access mm-hmm. up there. So yeah, along the Wapsipinicon, mm-hmm. especially the North Cedar Natural Area is located just off of uh, I believe New Lewis Access mm-hmm. Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, we improved that boat ramp recently, and that's been well received. Flooding makes it kind of difficult for us. We have to mm-hmm. close those areas up, and the same is true in some of our other uh, boat accesses, and we also have what's referred to as the South Cedar Access. Now, a lot of these, I'm just throwing the names out there. Yeah, people yeah, where yeah. that at. <laughs> I don't. I certainly don't have the address Mm-hmm. Memorized, although I should Justin's probably do writing that. these that down. Be, I'm exactly. every single because one down. But if you go to LincolnCountyParks.com, <laughs> you can yeah. find that. You can click on the activities page. Yeah. You can find out where is a good public yeah. access for boating or maybe dropping a canoe or a kayak down there. But so there's something for everyone. Right. The, 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 no matter what the activity, mm-hmm. it's it, it, just listening to this little section and, mm-hmm. and being part of this conversation is that there's something for everyone in this county. If you as uh, big or small, mm-hmm. there's something yeah. to to do. There's if you want to take off a big bite of nature and go for a for a big adventure, yeah. you, you you could. There's access to be able to mm-hmm. to do that. If you wanted to dip your toe in the nature mm-hmm. pool, or the there's a, the possibility of doing that as well too. Right. Sometimes so, it's fun just to take the family out and just explore a little bit. I mean. Do we talk about child obesity? Do we bring out all the figures? This is on this is on our radar right uh-huh. now. Of what can you do to maybe mitigate some of that screen time that we're having here? And what kind of ways can we get people to be thinking about that? And oftentimes it's a short little hike, whether it be in at our parks at Pinnacle Ridge Park or Squaw Creek or Morgan Creek Parks or our preserves are the Matzel Bridge Natural Area, which is over by the Stone City area. It's over a thousand acres, some trails there, equestrian. We have some enthusiasts there that get involved with some camping. I'm, so. I'm familiar with the Matzel's Bridge area. I spent a lot of time there as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a young on the bridge. Adult. Uh, on the bridge, you know, there's always a rumor that uh, ghost children, you know, me and my friends would go out there. Yeah, you guys ever, you familiar with that rumor, you know? Mm-hmm. Ghost children push you across which the bridge? Which one? Oh, yeah. Oh, they push you both ways. No. They do, too. I thought it's gravity taking you down one way, but it's. I tried it on both sides. It works. You go across the whole bridge. That's all I'm saying. Well, I can't confirm nor deny you that. You need to do a podcast some night bridge. from <laughs> the bridge. On, oh, you won't catch Jeremy over there. I'm not going. 
I, I can drive. I'll drive can call I'll, in from home. I'll <laughs> drive across the bridge mm-hmm. to enjoy the, the, the outdoors. I can. But I'm not going to stop and see which way I roll. I can't really? confirm no that that bridge is uh, very heavily watched by um, some person over there because we were chased off that bridge several times. So, so the <laughs> it's uh, a couple of fun facts about the Matzel Bridge uh, natural area. And some of the things that we have out there, we have a shooting range. Uh, in that area, we have the trails, multi-use trails. We have equestrian capabilities there as well as a primitive equestrian campground, a primitive camping area across the road as well. So all kinds of outdoor type activities that you can get involved with. But why is it named Matzel? George Matzel was the first police commissioner in New York. Hmm. And uh, the story was that he befriended some Native Americans when they were out east and invited them back to iowa he loved it bought thousands and thousands of acres there and would come out here for several months during the summertime had a huge mansion which is built in the 1800s um and um we had that until about 1960 or so but uh, fell into disrepair couldn't really save it and it was raised now the fun story is to say that well matzel somehow got involved with the mob and he kind of escaped to iowa and got a, that, that, that one's a little bit more fun to tell I like that one better that's a little bit more fun to tell but uh, uh great history back there you can still see some of the stonework there on some of the entrances the ice house still remains up at the equestrian campground um, area and that's really neat to see just the history comes alive there and that's also where we have our red oak cabin where people use throughout the year especially the fall and the winter so if you want to get away from electricity you want a primitive primitive restroom you bring your own water up as well and camp on the inside and people love it especially during hunting season which is a very popular area hmm. we were up there at the ice house last fall with my five-year-old son and we crawled into that bottom side of that ice house and oh man his eyes were lit up (laughs) it was it was it was unique for me to see that experience i mean to me it you know i didn't expect it to leave that much impact on him right and when we crawled down into that that old ice house it was it was like an adventure it was you could just see the adventure come out in his Mm -hmm. eyes and he still reminds me to this day because we went up there to drop some horses off uh, and they were going to go on a trail ride and I was going to pick them up at a different parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, he, he still talks about that, that, that ice house. I don't know if he re- understands it's an ice house. It's a, it, it's, it's always something different when you ask him, mm-hmm. but it was quite <laughs> the adventure. So those little things, mm-hmm. I've just, uh, something simple like that can leave such a long lasting impact. And I didn't realize that that impact would have happened while while it was taking place but looking back when he mentioned that ice house that ice house left an impact on my five-year-old son it was so close to home and it cost you nothing other than time nothing to go check it out and it was and it and it was it was a side thought from the the objective the objective was to drop off the horse people the horses and and they were going to take off and there just wasn't enough horses for jack and i somebody's (laughs) got to stay home right so we we drew the short straw but yet again we had an experience Mm -hmm. maybe that they didn't have so uh, sometimes you find things you're not even looking for and it just Mm -hmm. that that memory he 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 brought that memory up by saying that old ice house and there used to be an old mansion or something up there by that ice house. that was the matzel mansion built in the early uh 1800s and was up there until the 1960s, uh, mm. privately owned for a while, and um, looked at trying to find ways to save it, but there was not enough funding, and it just wasn't worth it. So <laughs> unfortunately, it, I mean, everybody, would, mm-hmm. looking back, it's like, boy, can't we? Everybody always thinks about after the fact, yeah. as it could have been a way to save it. And I did some research on it and just fell into disrepair, unfortunately. Mm. But um site's still there and the memories are still good another way to to capture those memories is folks can take what we call the uh, the lynn parks challenge oh and if you go to lynnparkschallenge.org it's a geocaching activity folks that aren't familiar with geocaching you can take a gps unit or your own phone and uh, it's basically having a little gps tracker and a treasure hunt and find these little caches as they call them and we have them all around Lynn County, and if you collect all 
20 of them. You can bring them back here to the headquarters and never get, get arrested in Lynn little... County. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, not <laughs> but you can find yourself again. So that's kind of fun to do. We have a few caches out here. There's some all around the county and many are at our public areas and we see that. So it's like, an, it's like the old school version of the Pokemon Go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be growing in pop, uh, popularity as well too, is this geocaching. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it continuing to grow? I mean, it, yeah, a little bit. It just expands in different areas or it just gets mm-hmm. modified slightly. Now, many of us are saying, I thought you guys are saying you're trying to keep people away from the screen. So here you are downloading an app and having <laughs> them go and geocaching. But you know what? If it's an avenue to get them outside a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. why not? So we've been able to do that. And sometimes we forget. And the kids are not quite old enough to do the whole geocaching thing. Scouts get involved with it. So another way to expose them to the outdoors and what we like is people say, I didn't know this place was here. I just drive by it. You see right. the sign promoting 28 different areas for public use can be difficult unless you're really <laughs> looking for it yeah. sometimes. But you see the brown signs that say Ling County Conservation Board on. It's like, oh, and then, you know, that's a public area that people can utilize. You're a father of young kids, and Jeremy is a father of young kids. And uh, as far as we know, as far as I know, and I am not. You know, I, you, um, you always celebrate that that father's day just to be certain just but. just to be safe you know um talk about what your family you know uh we before we started our, our get together here you know your goal is you guys want to get out more mm-hmm. um tell me a little bit about your relation and now within this role you know how does it kind of bleed over to the families that allowed you guys to do something maybe you wouldn't have in your your previous life and what you were doing well i think a lot of it is just you know, what can we do to pass on some knowledge to the next generation? So it could be something that I learned from the naturalists or from our park rangers or our staff here. Knowledge is power. So what can we learn about the outdoors and be good stewards for the environment, whether it be something as simple as recycling or respecting all wildlife that are out and about? Like here at Wikiapil, it's a refuge, but sometimes people see the snakes and not treat them properly and let them go about their business. Unfortunately, we see that. Or if you see a squirrel that's out and about, just uh, be happy that it's out uh, collecting its nuts. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that. And get the kids outside, and we all love our playgrounds. Conservation Board has been investing in its playgrounds outside. So try some new activities to get them out. And this past weekend... It's like, let's go for a little hike. And we brought the little toy binoculars so they could explore. Mm. Luckily, our schools have not lost sight of that because they're bringing up names of animals I didn't even heard of. Or I'm like, you're in kindergarten. How'd you learn about this? <laughs> my uh, my three-year-old in preschool made this pterodactyl. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I mean, you're finding all these mm-hmm. prehistoric ones and these new animals. So now they want to learn about what we have here in Iowa, and then they see something for the first time. So you don't necessarily have to go to a zoo. You just need to go out to some outdoor areas and experience Mm -hmm. this yourself. So what we try to do is just do something maybe that we didn't do when we were younger because either your parents were busy and working a lot, like Mm -hmm. my parents Mm -hmm. are, and if we have some free time, what can you expose them to to see if they'll pick it up and enjoy it? They're too young for sports right now. I don't know if that's going to be an opportunity that they want to pursue or not. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, what other hobbies will they want to do? Will they want to fish? Well, I'm not a very good fisherman. In fact, anybody that's fished with me know I'm probably the worst one. <laughs> you know, these fishing <laughs> tournaments that they have, if they had the worst fishing tournament, I would be uh, the winner every time. Uh <laughs> And We've I think got that, a wee fishing game well, back at the shop. If you want to come out, yeah, and that, I'd be I'd be in great shape. That would, that would be a blast. <laughs> but we find out that people are like, I don't know how to fish. Well, we have clinics. The DNR has clinics. We have conservation edu pro- programs that you can learn this. You have YouTube mm-hmm. where you can learn some things. There are different resources you can do this, and we just try to facilitate all that. So you brought up the DNR, and I know that we talked about this er- er- earlier. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between conservation and the DNR? Uh, the basic difference is the Iowa Department of Natural Resources is a state agency, and the Conservation Board is a local agency. All 99 counties have a local agency. So just think of it as county versus state government. 
Sure. DNR is not only law enforcement, but they do a lot of other things besides park development. You know, they have an energy area. They have mm-hmm. a lot of the rules and regulations that all states and count all people within the state and the counties have to abide by. Like many of our park regulations, we follow um, 461 of the state code, which is basically within the state parks rules and regs that you can't really get you know, involved with. And we also have that on our website. I even brought a flyer here. Yeah, for you've you. got all your cheat sheets. Yeah, in exactly. There, right? My uh, <laughs> rules and regs so folks can enjoy the parks. But uh, let's see. Yeah, there it is. 461A35. So a lot of the state laws apply. So it helps us not only have to change our signage up, but there's some universal um, areas within that. So like all the gaming laws that are followed within the county are basically followed um we follow what the state's doing there. So that that's the big difference, but we're always getting confused for being a game warden, and that's fine. But, you know, we're monitoring our local parks. Gotcha. So, so would you say a person who comes into the state to camp, say they're not from the area, or maybe they are, but they're in the camping area, uh, what is the best? Uh, it sounds like the website's going to be the best way for sure. them to find uh, things that you're doing. Yeah, and that's a, uh, I appreciate that question because the state has started to move more toward a reservation type cycle where I think as far as maybe a decade ago, everything was first come, first serve. The DNR started mm-hmm. to maybe do half of the campsites, reservation, mm-hmm. see how it goes, and that has gone extremely popular. And I don't want to speak on behalf of the DNR, but they're started to get more mm-hmm. within the reservation system with their right. state parks. Uh, we continue to have a policy of first come, first serve, meaning you get to drive in with your unit, go ahead and park it there, and there's your campsite, and uh, start camping. We have a reservation system right now for Squaw Creek A-Loop, and currently about 30 sites in that area that people can reserve up to a 14-day period. That's our limit right there, and people do that by going online, Lane County Parks, Dot com. And we have well over 300 campsites throughout the county. If you take a look at our Morgan Creek Park, Pennington Ridge Park, some of our other areas and some of the mm-hmm. primi- primitive sites, still first come, first serve. If you want to learn a little bit more about what these parks have to offer in the camping sites, yeah, LinkCountyParks.com, you can find out. So that website, LinkCountyParks.com, is tied to, I'm trying not to confuse people here, mm-hmm. but it's it's part of an association website, mycountyparks.com, mm-hmm. that gives you all state county conservation board facilities and camping areas. What we like about this is folks that like to travel in their RVs or their trailers, and maybe they're from Lynn County, and they're like, you know what? We've been to Pennington Ridge Park. We've been to Squaw Creek. We've been to uh, Morgan Creek. Let's explore some other areas. Let's go to Lyon County. Let's go all the way over there. Let's right. go to Pottawatomie County. You can go to that website and find out where can I camp here and explore their campground. And it's been very good for the economic development and tourism destination and hopefully for your business, too, for folks who are thinking this is a good traveling vehicle and Mm -hmm. we can go to some different areas, too. And that's part of the reason that we're part of that site, that if folks don't want to necessarily camp within our county, a couple of clicks and they can find something Right. nearby so the best thing to do for people is to just uh, park it up and most of all of our camps camping sites within those parks they'll all have water attachments and electric attachments a few have full service with the sewer involved we're seeing that becoming a trend sure. unfortunately it's kind of expensive to uh, mm-hmm. add to those mm-hmm. but one thing that we put within our master plans is can we develop some more camping opportunities? Okay. Perhaps another loop will be coming to Squaw Creek, Pennington Ridge, and Morgan Creek Parks in the near future. Right. But we're continuing to upgrade some of those as we... We have talks a lot about how the camper, and we we started this conversation before we pressed record, but is that uh, what we do... At the, at the RV stores, just sell vessels for them to go outside. You know, it's they're just the the unit or the the way to do it. And and what that looks like looks different to each person. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the objective is to 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 have those adventures and have those memories, and to to educate yourself and to generate some form of community, even amongst 
outdoors people or the the people at the campground or family community or you're forming some sort of yeah of group and you're sharing each sharing an experience throughout this whole thing so not only are the campsites are you know important but the other things that these these county counties offer i think is crucial to to exactly mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is so that we can share those those conversations and those memories and listening listening to him talk it just memories just keep coming up yeah. of each one of these locations uh-huh. and i'm as goofy as this, for somebody who's lived in lynn county my entire my entire life i can't help but every time he says a certain name morgan creek or yeah. squaw creek mm-hmm. I, a, a memory is generated and and there's a friendship somewhere along the way that as I, as, as as we continue to talk is that i'm just like man I, I remember this group of people um and I think that that can that can happen no matter what you choose to camp with, and you can camp with the camper. There's a lot of primitive sites, mm-hmm. right? There's, yes. there's there's how does primitive, I, how does primitive work in, so the, in Lake yeah, County? Well, we, or well, we, di, dispar, dis, what they call it out west, dis, disparse, dispares, um, dis, disparse camping. Or, <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. Were, you can camp a certain distance right. from a trail, or is, what are the what. Are, what so, is something there? Yeah, so when we refer to primitive sites, that means there's no electric and oftentimes not water or at least right next to the post where the electrical will be or right. a water hookup. So that might be geared more towards some um, scouts or camping groups because we do have some group camping areas available or people that just want to tent camp out in the wilderness, but there may be a, a pit toilet nearby. And... It's basically just the absence of electricity. By far, by far, all of our campsites used are the ones that have the electricity and the water involved. Mm-hmm. And sure. many times the sewer area. Some of the unique camping areas that we have is here at Wikiup Hill. We have a um, kind of a, um, a Wikiup simulation here. A Wikiup is folks kind of referred to it as a teepee, but it doesn't have that triangle look to it. It's rounded circular. That used to be a winter home that the Native Americans would use. The men would go out and hunt. The women would uh, put the home together. <laughs> and we have a Wikiup wep- a replica that people can group camp out here and have some primitive camping opportunities with uh, a little fire pit that they have nearby. The Matzel Bridge area, another area where people can primitive camp. The equestrian mm-hmm. area right now doesn't have electricity. A lot of those uh, uh, vessels that are geared toward horses have you know, the generators and those kind of things sure. possible. Someday down the future, I think we would like to, to put the investment, if the funds are there, to maybe do some upgrades and maybe change that. That's down the road in the mm-hmm. future, but certainly something that is on our radar. Now, like my family, we primitive camp mm-hmm. we don't have a vessel right now right. now we keep thinking about it i know you can get one well i bet i've, I've heard <laughs> but the tent is is a vessel i mean yeah, yeah and even even from even from my standpoint <clears throat> i spend i spend 15 to mm-hmm. 20 days in a canvas tent i sell campers for a mm-hmm. living yeah. it, it doesn't matter it, and and the conversations that come out of the canvas tent mm-hmm. Are, the, are, are as good as the ones and that one, come out of uh, come out of the camp. One thing camper. we do is folks will uh, leave their camp and they'll set out a little tent for the kids to sleep in during the night, mm-hmm. so they can get that little mm-hmm. uh, experience for yeah. them. But you've probably seen it, and I, you're lying if you're not telling me you're seeing it. Where people <laughs> will, they say, "Well, I have a tent camper," and it's this guy. Oh, they'll have a pop up camper, and probably the next year or within that same year, mm-hmm. they'll upgrade to a small little trailer. The next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're driving down the road on uh, a nice little RV that's yeah. going to take up sixty <laughs> feet. They found, a love. <laughs> they found a lo- love for the lifestyle, and, that's, yeah. uh, and it grows. It, you know, it compounds and it compounds yeah, it really quickly. It, look what we do out west. I mean, yeah. that has we went from a, a small campsite out west. You know, when we when we go um, out there to. Uh, people thinking that we're a large outfitter <laughs> that, that brings individuals in. So, so it compounds quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. Um, very quickly. But so I, I, in, our, in our business, we see that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good way to get started. Mm-hmm. And, and, and truthfully, we've even seen it where it's gone the other way, where they've had the big stuff. And they're like, I want to get back to the way that yeah. I got started. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a piece, too. We've seen the 
people bring in those big, big trailers and say, mm-hmm. I, I just want a little small one. Yeah. I want to go and to those campsites yep. off the grid or the ones that mm-hmm. not everybody mm-hmm. even knows about, which are on the website, of right. course. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, and Pennington Ridge Park, Squaw Creek Park, and uh, Morgan Creek Park are busy every weekend during the uh, summertime, which is why the first come, first serve is so important. Many people come out on Thursday and uh, start their camping experience. They like having those extra little amenities. I think we're kind of in that society now. You like having the restroom. You like having the electricity, especially if it is a rainy day and maybe you want to halt on a little hike or delay that cookout a little bit more. But as you said, you know, there's different ways that you can upgrade the experience. Mm -hmm. It depends on what you want to do. And another thing people like to do is like, we just want the camping experience for a certain night and they may abandon their camper for a couple of hours, go home and then come back and camp. We've seen that occur Mm -hmm. several times and they'll Mm -hmm. still do their camping. So you get the locals, heavily local, and uh, you get folks that are coming from several miles to maybe visit friends. And that's something mm-hmm. I always want to encourage people to do is uh, invite somebody to go camping that hasn't experienced it. And that's how you get people to see, is this something I want to do and can I enjoy this? Because it's uh, nothing nothing beats the, the smell of that campfire mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, falling asleep underneath the stars. It's pretty awesome. That's one thing I think, Justin, we're missing is when yeah. we start that intro with mm-hmm. the campfire, we just need a, a, a sensey uh, thing that, that smells like a campfire. <laughs> that, that would at least make me feel better. We uh, can do that. The sensey. I mean, I just want to point out Kean said Sensi and, and mm. it wasn't right, Jeremy or I. Easy, easy. I don't <laughs> but, know what it's called. Yeah, you were right on the word. <laughs> so, and from going up to, to Pennington Ridge and spending a lot of my, even my youth at mm-hmm. Pennington Ridge, and a, like a lot of youth in Pennington Ridge, is to understand that there's a lot of stuff out there. You're not just at the campground. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that tower at, at, at yep. Pennington Ridge. I, I remember as a kid that thing seemed like I was in like New York City mm. and that was a big high rise, a, a high rise, and it was like an adventure to see how many stairs I could climb before I I, I started to become nervous, you mm-hmm. know, where I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't want to turn around. But that that fire watch tower, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the history that you learn as a as a child and what you're passing on to your children. Yeah, that Pennington Ridge. Yeah. Uh, we call it the observation tower. I think yeah. in the 1960s, it was on its way out east, part of those big, huge construction cranes. Mm-hmm. And they found out it was the wrong specs or something, and we intercepted it and made an observation okay. tower out of it. Wow. And, did some, but, you know, we, and we continue to improve the safety, safety and uh, the views for that. So that's one of the amenities we've had there. Something else. Um, I wish I had, t- a, had a video of Justin's mind getting blown right like, there. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of work out at Pinnacle Ridge Park. In fact, uh, we just built a new shower house to the Plains Campground. We hope to update some electricity there as well. And that's been um, very popular for folks, especially with that shower house and storm shelter. And we've added a new playground to the Riverside area. In the past uh, five years, we've added three ADA-accessible uh, playgrounds to Squaw Creek Park and to a Pinnacle, one of the... Um, Riverside area and one of the campground site over by Flying Squirrel that uh, the community has enjoyed, uh, all visitors have enjoyed, and uh, we're getting pretty good at this playground thing. Morgan yeah. Creek will have one with some renovations that are coming up uh, for that right now. So, yeah, you mentioned it, different park amenities, so it's not just about camping and cooking a meal and going to bed and leaving, but uh, experience in the park and mm-hmm. some hikes and uh fishing what have you renting a shelter or a cabin or whatever it's um a lot of stuff there you just got to go out and go there's, get it there's mm-hmm. a bike trail too that recently has been added to the into town into central city yeah we have a great partnership with central city we work with them in connecting that i think we call it the whippoorwill trail so yeah. we have folks from the community now that are um utilizing that and coming into the park and vice versa folks need to maybe uh bike on in they'll bring their bikes along uh, attach them to their rvs or their campers and uh, maybe head on over to the market and grab a a little something or what have you or head on down and uh, get some tackle they're they're usually in pretty good shape for that so that's a great commu- um, community that we have in partnership with central city and being able to do that we've been able to uh, 
tap into their um, well system there, and that's going to not only improve the water quality but save some dollars in the, the long run as well. So we've been able to initiate that effort. So um, things are certainly on the rise here for Pennington Ridge Park. We're also doing a natural resource assessment, kind of figure out some of our natural areas that could use some improvement, including some areas near the, uh, the park and the river, but uh, a chance to up some of our trails in the woodlands areas uh, they're in need of some renovation too and uh, one of the things that's going to come out of this is how can we develop our trails and uh, improve the safety and make it a, a neat little experience cool. when you think about your your so you fully encompass your job uh, here um, and you look at the the end goal and when you can look at the end goal and say um, I was successful because how would you finish that? I was successful in my job because? Because more people are experiencing the outdoors in a way they never had before. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not that hard. Yeah, Just get outside and try it. Just do something different. You don't need to have skills to at least, as you say, dip your toe right. into what we have to offer. And then it's going to expand goes back to if you know somebody take them fishing take them camping um, teach them uh, the finer points of hunting and they can appreciate uh, um, different activities that you can do outside we're seeing kayaking becoming a lot more popular and some water sports now we have a lot of uh, paddling programs that we're starting to initiate now we've had a water concession program at Pennington Ridge for over 40 years where people can do canoe trips for six, four, two hours to expose them to the outdoors and the Wapsie, which looks great in the summertime and beautiful in the fall, mm-hmm. and just in park rentals where you can do some paddleboard for a very affordable price. So I will have done my job if more people are doing it, and we're seeing more people come on out to Wikiapil. We're starting to get names out in different areas here because we not only want to bring out the local folks, but the tourists too. But as you probably learned from what we've talked to already, um, we're very niche driven. There's mm-hmm. something for everyone. It's not just one focal point, and you don't have to be an outdoor enthusiast to be enthusiastic about the outdoors. Ah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Take that with sticker. you. Yeah, that's a good one. Better, copy, so better copyright that one. Yeah, yeah that's so um, true, though. People listening in. I mean, it's you know camping time. They want to learn about where they can camp. They want to you know what are the rules, the regulations here in Lynn County. You know, tell everybody how to go about that again. A simple way to do it is go to LynnCountyParks.com. We have all our rules and regulations that are out there. We have some brochures of our different parks. Just remember Pennington Ridge Park, Morgan Creek Park, Squaw Creek Park, and Buffalo Creek Park. We didn't talk much about Buffalo Creek Park. It's a smaller park in the northern end, uh, quieter, but very quaint for some people up by the Coggin area. First come, first serve. Uh, we also have a fees brochure that we have out there so you can learn all about the different fees that we have here for whether you want to rent a lodge shelter cabin maybe you don't have a camper and you don't want to camp well we have cabin rentals at pennington ridge park where you just bring your own stuff and you can have that camping experience without having to rent a camper or you don't know buddy that camps or you don't want to put up a a tent maybe Mm -hmm. you have uh like my wife she's she gets kind of bossy when we're putting up the tent, and you don't. Maybe you don't want to deal with that sometimes because uh, she's the expert. To uh, you know, we uh, don't always get along. We when might it comes have to do to some that. editing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got Ryan's wife on yeah, the cell phone right yeah, now, saying, go. "Take that part out." <laughs> and it's in general, it's twenty three dollars a night, and, and we'll throw the price out there. Uh, other counties do have. Uh, um, some cheaper ones, but um, we feel that we offer really uh, high-quality camping experience for some folks because of the different amenities that we're able mm-hmm. to provide. So whether you're a frequent customer of us or just coming out for the one time, oftentimes it's just what you make of it, so go out and but have the, some fun. the money's not going, and it's not being wasted by any no. means. That's going to support, essentially, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. maintaining uh, such such campgrounds or uh-huh. such environments mm-hmm. it's or helping expanding, re- and re- <clears throat> re- yeah. expanding yeah. or researching or even just conservation right. as a Fu- whole future so. generations I mean, and think and, yeah. and the conservation program we are a department of lynn county lynn county supervisors set our budget 
you know, we are subsidized by some taxpayers through their property taxes. We apply for lots of grants and try to garner some awards, but user fees, such as camping fees, help make this happen. We've seen a rise in electrical costs, for example, especially at our campgrounds. So we had to uh, raise the fees a couple of bucks to $23 the past couple of years to help kind of uh, make amends of that, but with better technologies and some different things that we're looking into, and especially with uh, some more uh, efficient campers that are mm-hmm. coming on the market too, mm-hmm. I think that's going to help and be mm-hmm. beneficial for uh, everybody out there. And that's cool. even something as us campers can consider as well too, is if we leave for the day and there's no pet or whatnot in there, turn the air conditioner down mm-hmm. and try to help the conservation out the best mm-hmm. we possibly can because, you know, that's that's still costing them something. and. Yeah. That's it's, but that that holds true to. Uh, Isn't having an air conditioner on while you're camping kind of cheating though? Man, a little bit. <laughs> depends little, on who you talk to. Yeah, it depends. It, it it is and it isn't. There's there's days where it's, it's necessary. <laughs> oh, and Justin knows the story about, and he said, "Now what did you say? We have some people that." get very irritated because we have open camping areas and we have some other people that get irritated because we're covered with trees in our camping mm-hmm. areas. It's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And the reason people like the trees is because they like the shade. It's pretty. It's quaint. We have people that like the open areas so they can put up their satellite dishes. Oh. Now, mm-hmm. nobody, any of those people are wrong. It's just uh, preference. Yeah. preference. And we try to accommodate as many people as we can yeah, right, to right. enjoy a, a different camping experience. I like the trees. I like the shade, but I probably wouldn't erect a satellite dish, but that's just me. Other people do, and sometimes if you have some kids or you just want a break, maybe that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, we always listen to that feedback. We are going to have up on our website after we open up in the middle of April for camping season where people can log on to our website at lincolncountyparks.com and just take a customer service survey. What kind of camping experience uh, did they have? And we did that last year too, last couple of years, and it was very helpful for us on what people thought. And um, if people were mad about something, it's, you know, an issue that we Maybe it was like electricity went out on one of the Mm -hmm. things. It's a quick remedy. But if there's something that we think there's a pattern here, we need to investigate that and look into it. But um, getting favorable responses certainly helps us out. Circling back around is that what are the biggest aha moments that you see as kids and parents come through this Wikiup Center? There's got to be a lot of aha moments or like a, Oh my goodness! Moments that happen right out here in this in the, in in this area out here. We have a lot of displays, and sometimes our naturalists will bring out uh, maybe one of our ornate box turtles that we're able to have here. And when you see a child that was maybe didn't get his way, or you could just tell is in a bad mood, when you see a big smile coming out of that kid, yeah. we've done our job, and mm-hmm. the parents have done a great job of bringing that child in and brought a smile. We love bringing smiles to people thinking, this is cool, and chances are they haven't had a chance to really enjoy something like that. So the ahas for me are the smiles that we bring to the kids, and with a six- and a three-year-old, that that's what it's all about. Yeah, and if you... You think about how simple that is. You're you're bringing a smile to a child's face with just a, with nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With something, it's not even. Not a lot of Not fireworks or, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's pure, it's real, and it's simple. Right. So. We have uh, the Wiki Up Egg Hunt in April. Not really an Easter hunt, but it's a. We call it an egg hunt, and we have some plastic eggs scattered outside, and you collect them all, you win a little prize. The prize is, you know, nothing terribly fancy, probably throw away and not maybe as environmentally conscious as we should be on some of those things. <laughs> but it, it'll temporarily bring some smiles. But the point is we're getting the kids outside to enjoy some aspects of nature, and we really like that part. We have the Wikiup Fall Fest that comes out uh, during October, kind of a, I don't want to say a trick-or-treat type program, but we'll have Halloween-related activities, and people can win some 
little prizes there, and it's not the content of the prizes, and maybe it's something they'll play with a little bit here and there, and it's not the receiving. It's the fact that they're outside, and they were engaging with nature in the outside. Another component here at Wikiup Hill is a couple of years ago, we built a nature playscape. So it's like an outdoor playground. The idea being is what can we do to have kids engage with nature, not just to, mm. but can you build and create an unstructured play? Like if you're at a playground, a slide, you know what a slide do. It's got that structure. You go up the slide, you go down it, a swing. There's one way to swing. You get on it, you swing. If you watched me as a kid, you'd probably find <laughs> out. There's more than one way to swing on that swing. So <laughs> when you are out at the playscape, you can build, you can create, you can do some different things out there and just kind of expand your mind with nature. And oftentimes you'll see some little critters out there and you'll watch and see uh, what they do out there too so um the spring and summer are extremely popular for our playscape as cool. is the little zip line that we have out there so uh, as somebody who's partaken in this out this playscape mm -hmm. uh, my it's my son's favorite playground is or it's not even a playground but it's it's his, his favorite his favorite and mm -hmm. it's and it's like he said it it, it generates that 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 uh, uh that thought, that the engagement, engagement and yeah. uh, the involvement that the kids are like, I want to do some more of this. And can I create something like this outside in my yard or at the park and do something that's environmentally friendly outside? And that's what we can do. And the pack-in campsites right across the way there, too. So folks can make a whole weekend of it, and many of them do. LynnCountyParks.com. That's how you get a hold of Ryan and yep. everybody here. And you know, I was trying to do some uh, research on on Ryan ahead of time, so I Facebook creeped a little bit last night. <laughs> yeah, I just thought maybe I'd find something cool to talk about, and all I found were pictures of Justin and Ryan <laughs> together. <laughs> Back when we were fun and used to go out all the time. Oh, <laughs> gotta hide those photos. Yeah, yeah. Thank but, you, Ryan. Yeah, we really appreciate having us. Hey, anytime. Glad to, and good luck with you guys, too. Uh, looking forward to visiting you guys again soon, all right? Absolutely. Thank you. Curious Camper, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell a friend about it, too, and, and have a cup of coffee and all that stuff. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>